The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, how much control do you have when you die? The answer is obviously none, <laughs> because you're gone. You can't determine what people do. But a new Irish business is collaborating with 40 of Ireland's top funeral directors so that you can plan your own funeral from the comfort of your own home. Uh, joining me now is Colm Kieran, founder of My Farewell Wishes. Colm, good morning. Good morning, Pat. What's the idea of this? So the whole idea is to give people a voice in the conversation that takes place after they pass away. So many parts of our lives are planned now, but we find that I'm a funeral director myself, that that conversation takes place after you pass away about your funeral arrangements all often takes place without your voice being present. So our goal is to provide you with a voice in that conversation. OK, how does it work? So we have a network of funeral directors, which is growing across Ireland. You make contact with your local funeral director or you make contact with us and you start the process of deciding what your wishes are and then getting them written down. And the third part is importantly shared with people who you nominate to look after them. Okay, so my farewell wishes is kind of a blanket over quite a number of funeral directors. That's correct. So we have a network now of up to 60 funeral homes across the country and people can contact them in order to start to learn about their options. Now, the wishes are written down and uh, the funeral director in question that you have chosen uh, has those wishes. Uh, They may or may not be shared with uh, other people. So suddenly uh, they get a contact from the funeral director to say, by the way, I have Joe's farewell wishes and here they are. That's correct. And that's, that's the very important part of the service is that somebody who you nominate has those wishes and is told about those wishes existing. So when that time comes, as somebody said to me who came into our office, it takes out the hassle, it takes out the confusion. And most importantly, it takes out the arguments which can happen among family members okay. when wishes aren't clear. So he says, I want um, a gold-plated coffin and I want it drawn by camels to the cemetery. <laughs> uh, they're my farewell wishes. What then? Well, that's a very important point because I suppose one of the things that's very, that is very much dependent on dependent on is the amount of funds you have available in your estate. So all of these wishes are wishes. Um, but if you so do not, not have they're the not funds, orders, they're only wishes. If you don't have the funds in place for that, for those camels, then it's very difficult yeah. for your executor to put them in place. OK, but uh, I mean, some might say, for example, it is quite uh, the thing for some people to have uh, horse drawn coaches, uh, horse drawn, etc. Very expensive kind of stuff. And the uh, the people who think they're going to inherit from the will are thinking, if we spend all that money on this stuff, there'll be precious little left for us. So perhaps no incentive for them to give the, the big farewell. He might uh, or she might want uh, a lot of hospitality after the funeral in the local hotel. The bill, you know, several thousands of, uh, of euro. And they say, well, no, we don't do that kind of thing in our part of the country. We're not going to do that. We'll keep the money. What then? Yeah, it's a very important uh, point you've brought up because our whole concept is to bring up this conversation before you pass away so that these elephants that are in the room can be dealt with and have that conversation with somebody who you trust who is going to put your wishes into place. And ultimately, us as Irish people, we find we're very superstitious when it comes to funeral arrangements and that people can be very... um, when they get instructions about your farewell wishes, they, they tend to stick with them. In case they'll be haunted well, thereafter. You, you can decide on that, <laughs> but I think most people will just err on the side of caution. What's the uh, cost of this? So we have a €65 Euro registration fee uh, for the, ri- the writing down of your wishes, where somebody can just sh- 
basically decide what they want, share it with their funeral director, share it with their representative. That's 65 euros. If somebody wishes to make a payment towards the cost of their funeral, we've actually set up an independently managed trust. And the cost of using that trust is 300 euros as a one off fee on entry. But people can decide then to top up as they go along towards the cost. So in other words, someone who decides I do want to have the big send off in the hotel and I do want the horses or the camels, I'll pay for it now so the so-and-sos can't get their hands on the money. (laughs) I'll actually spend it now. That's correct. And they can also even decide to spread the cost. So if they want to pay over one year, two year, three years, they can do that as well with our service. Now you say the money is safe. Uh, where does the money lie? So we've uh, we've appointed, and that's what's taken us two years and over a hundred thousand euros in investment to set up the legal process by which this money is independently managed by a company called ITC. Their trustees are independent trustees. Like who's and who else's money do they mind? They mind over twelve hundred independent trusts, uh, private ones, publicly owned, so that people can then be assured that this company is specifically there to manage that yeah. money. Under and behalf. are they covered by any guarantees, the central bank or? Yeah, the they would actually be. In, they appointed. They appoint regulated financial managers, and they're also regulated themselves by the Department of Justice as well. Okay, so they they can't run off with all the, exactly, the money from yeah. these uh, these trusts out there. And are. exactly, the funeral director themselves can't be using it mm-hmm. and using it as a money laundering tool either. Mm-hmm. So it's it's independently managed. Now this new venture, and it seems to be growing apace, um, was born out of Brexit. Explain. Yeah, that's correct. There was a, as I said, I'm a funeral director myself in Kings Court in County Cavan, and we got a letter from one of the trust providers about two years ago. It was 2020 to explain that they were no longer continuing to offer pre-planning services in Ireland. So a lot of my customers, for example, around the country, as funeral directors are asking, what are we going to do now? So I joined forces with a guy who I was doing a lot of digital marketing with. And we decided, OK, this opportunity is here. Let's go about and do it. And as I said, it's two years in the making. So. We're here now. We're letting people know that it's so available. So Bre- Brexit forced the others exactly, out of the, yeah. the, the market and uh, you came in with a, exactly. a replacement like, product. Nothing like a cavern man on the edge of the border to come up with the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so going back to the, the wishes, there's no way to enforce the wishes, I presume. Is well, that, the, So your executor is legally responsible at the time of the, of the funeral to put those wishes into place. So having that conversation appointing an executor who you trust that will put into place is the most important thing that you can do at this stage. Uh, by the way, are there uh, changing trends in funerals? Lots and lots. In the past 10 years, you're seeing the, the biggest one that we're going to see is the trend as it is in weddings towards civil funerals, where people don't necessarily want the full trappings of a religious funeral that maybe they, they have no longer practicing, but they still want to have elements of prayers and readings and they will have that Let's say I know a venue close to my own home, Cabra Castle Hotel, they are setting up a civil room. It's a brand new bespoke building where they will hold civil ceremonies of various types. And you're going to see much more of that over the years. In yeah. the future. But if, if uh, people want cremation, for example, in different parts, there aren't crematoria all over the well, place. You're actually seeing that if you went online, you'd probably see a couple of new applications in the in the making for a new crematoria, because the trend that we are seeing as pre-planners is significantly towards cremation. In order to fulfill that need, you're going to see lots of cremation 
uh, crematoriums popping up around the country. Yeah. And in terms of the, the trends in, you know, coffins and, as I say, horses and camels and all the rest of it, are you seeing anything yeah, well, terribly one, unusual one, there? One thing that we notice is that when people get the chance to decide, they're going for quite simple arrangements and quite simple coffins. And one of the trends is the eco-friendly coffin where they try, people are trying and conscious not to leave a carbon footprint behind them. So certainly we are noticing that more and more. So the willow coffin or whatever it might be. The willow coffin, but also you're seeing uh, you can get kind of cardboard type coffins that are made of recycled material, but can be personalised. So you're, you're going to notice a lot, a lot more of that where you see the big the, the Dublin fan with a picture of Hill 16 on it or the musician with the treble clef uh, across the coffin. OK, here lies the body of William Black. His wife rubbed whiskey on his back. She rubbed it there to cure his cough and he broke his neck trying to lick it off. Anyway, that's just... <laughs> that's <laughs> I have to remember that one, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> that could be written on a coffin. Colm Kieran, owner of My Farewell Wishes, uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.